0: Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we talk about every Nicolas Cage movie. We watch them and review them so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve. With me as always is my lovely co-host Hannah Martin. Hannah, how are you doing this week?
1: I guess I'm fine.
0: (laughs) She (laughs) was literally just saying how she says the same thing every week. I'm fine.
1: I don't know, my stomach kind of hurts because I just made um Ginger snap cookies, and I ate like a few too many.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know nothing says a nice fall Sunday like uh, ginger snap cookies and Nicholas Cage. And a Nick movies. Cage movie. And one of the weirdest Nicholas Cage absolutely.
1: movies. Absolutely, just in time for Halloween season for spooky season.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true for spooky season. We watched Birdie, a movie from uh, 1984. I think it's his last movie in the year of 1984. Thank God, <laughs> get out of this weird era. uh it's i don't even know where to begin with this movie it really took me by surprise when i read the imdb description of it last week uh prior to what we were doing last week what was that cotton club Mm -hmm. so i read the 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 description for birdie and i had so many questions going in and i'm i have just as many questions coming out so so it's based off of a novel and the one sentence description of the movie that i read last week was after two friends return home from the vietnam war one becomes mentally unstable and obsesses with becoming a bird and then the poster there's two posters one where you know nicholas cage is on a bike and there's some guy in a wingsuit or something but there's another poster where the star of the movie matthew modine is butt-ass naked perched onto his bedpost like a bird and seeing that poster with this description I thought, oh, we are in for a wild ride, and I was not wrong. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts kind of going into the movie? What what, what did you, what were you thinking? I don't know
1: what I just watched, honestly. <laughs> that thing was wild. It
0: was really weird. So before we get into the movie itself, uh, we'd like to read a little bit of a story, maybe about how Nick got the role, maybe about what Nick's doing at this point in his life. This is a Nicolas Cage podcast after all. So what do we got, Hannah.
1: I'm not sure how Nick got the role, but okay. Matthew Modine, who plays Bertie, yes. <laughs> originally auditioned for Al, which was oh. Nick Cage's character, and then the director chose him for Bertie instead and then picked Nick for Al. Wow. Um, A little bit about the movie versus the book. In the book, they are returning from World War II, but oh, in the okay. movie, it's Vietnam, I yeah. guess to change it up a little. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and to make it more timely, because it was the early 80s, so it was a little bit more. I guess. People can relate to it more. Yeah,
1: I found some gold, Steve. I just don't know if I want to get into it right now, or-
0: As we go through the movie, you want to- I don't know. Drop something? Just in
1: case someone only listens to the first five minutes of these, I feel like they need to hear this.
0: Okay. What do you got? (laughs) This is your segment. What do you got for us?
1: All right. So while filming Birdie- a flick about a traumatized Vietnam vet obsessed with flying. Cage felt like he needed to understand, quote unquote, real pain to get into his character. Oh, God. As a result, he went to a dentist and had two of his teeth pulled. He did have his teeth pulled. And asked for no anesthesia so that he could feel the pain.
0: Oh. <laughs> so uh, he could feel the pain. It, what blows my mind, it blows my fucking mind. <laughs> That for Valley Girl, he was he lived in his car. For Birdie, he no. Got...
1: In Valley, listen. In Valley Girl, he had to shave his chest, and he said, "quote
0: That's This is I'm... too much of a sacrifice for me." That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is he does but pulling like... his
1: teeth out?
0: He was like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. I needed to get into character."
1: It says they were baby teeth, and they had to come out anyway. But still, he's the... like twenty two. <laughs>
0: have baby teeth?
1: I also question. that.
0: <laughs> Did you have baby teeth in your 20s? Absolutely not. No. I
1: think I got them. I think I, yeah, when I was like 12 and I needed to get braces, I still had one baby tooth left. So they pulled it. They used anesthesia, uh-huh. but they pulled it.
0: Well, one thing's for damn sure. Nicolas Cage did not have braces. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Janky ass teeth. Um, Another thing about Nick yeah. is I don't know if this is like this era or whatever, but I, after reading this, I kind of thought it, it could be like something quirky to include with this specific movie since sure. it's about birds but Nick Cage only eats animals based on how they have sex with each other.
0: What he... the hell does that mean? Please elaborate. <laughs> he... what? what is...
1: Hold on. He only eats animals that are dignified when they mate, like birds and fish. He refuse... refuses to eat any living thing that has sex in a way that he doesn't find attractive.
0: Okay. All right. Hold on. He let's fought, unpack. That. Let's unpack this step by step. First of all, birds and fish.
1: Yeah, he likes how they have sex.
0: I thought fish didn't really have sex; they just kind of lay eggs, and then.
1: I think there's like a shimmy involved, a and that's shimmy. it. Also, same with birds. Bird shimmy.
0: Also, <laughs> this is gonna get sound really weird, but I know for a fact that like ducks are the rapiest animals in the animal kingdom (laughs) ducks are horrendous
1: you should tell nick
0: i should tweet at him
1: (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't eat
0: duck i like why not just say yeah it's a health thing i like to only eat fish and and, like white meat or something
1: don't you know a guy or we shouldn't talk about that here
0: yeah (laughs) look he's a good guy he's a good friend but I'll tell this story real quick because we're talking about birds. He's
1: not a good friend. Well, like, no, no, no. He's, really he's, a person, he's a good person. He's a good person. But he's person. Person. <laughs> not your friend. No, no,
0: We don't really talk much anymore. So we were, we were at a party, just a handful of dudes sitting around playing video games. Oh my God. And I said, let's order some pizza. And I said, I really love buffalo chicken pizza. We should order a buffalo chicken pizza. And he was sitting there with his wife and his wife goes, oh, he doesn't eat chicken i was like oh okay well he doesn't you are you vegetarian or something he goes no i'm like oh so you just don't like chicken and he goes well no not really and i said why don't you eat chicken and he goes um i don't eat any birds because i respect them too much for their gift of flight
1: yep yep same (laughs) what a bull
0: look he's a good guy
1: maybe he just likes the way that they mate (laughs) (laughs)
0: i respect them for how they mate with one another (laughs) and doesn't
1: want to consume them opposite of what nick does yeah so that's there there's your um there's your two fun facts he pulled his own teeth to feel what real pain is because i guess he's never felt real pain before um and he only eats birds that he finds the way of mating to be attractive to him and dignified
0: i have i have no idea what to say
1: well Let's just get into this movie (laughs) because it might be even weirder. In fact, I know it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this movie gets weird. So what I typically do for these podcasts and and for these movies is I kind of just jot down a note or two for whenever Nick Cage shows up. So, for example, last week in the Cotton Club, he was like the third kind of major plot. There were several plots going on. He was kind of the third, maybe fourth major plot. So I only wrote down his scenes and those were the only ones we talked about. So for this movie... The first build actor is Matthew Modine, who plays Birdie, but Nicolas Cage is really the star of this movie. Um, He's probably in every scene. Uh, So rather than maybe going through scene by scene, I'll skim through my notes while we talk about it, but uh give
1: the brief plot summary we'll just give a br-
0: we'll, go, well it probably won't be that brief well, no, we'll I mean, end up going but through, like
1: yeah. in between during the yeah. scenes that are not noteworthy we can just like yeah. skim over basically what happened so yeah. that it's like cohesive and it makes sense
0: yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so the movie opens up um with Nicolas cage and he's got bandages all over his face he's on a gurney
1: he looks like the Phantom of the Opera the way that the bandages are.
0: Yes, it's very it's very reminiscent of the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and It's
1: really distracting.
0: Yeah, I don't again, I don't know what to say for half of these things, but so immediately we see him in the, him looking at himself in the mirror and Hannah just goes, "Oh my god, his teeth." Uh, so we see that his teeth are still not fixed and and there's some missing the, ones. He pulled them uh the doctor asks how do you feel and he says i feel like the invisible man because he's got the bandages all over his face of course uh (laughs) so he gets on the train as he's going back home or he's going yeah we find out he's going to visit birdie um because they they had both gone to war as we mentioned their
1: childhood friends
0: childhood friends sort of we'll get into that in a second but so they're they're old friends and he's going to visit birdie they had both separately gone to war And they both kind of had different traumatizing experiences. Birdie's is more uh, psychological and his is more physical. So he gets on the train and there's a little girl staring at him and he goes, boo. Like he does the softest, quietest little boo to scare the little girl sort of, I guess. Not really scare her kind of being playful.
1: Yeah, the the little girl was like trying not to look at him to not be rude, but it's like hard not to, you know, it's like a train wreck. You can't look away when you... I don't know, sometimes when you see someone who looks yeah that weird with like bandages all over <laughs> their face, like you kind of just want to stare a little you, bit.
0: You want to know what's happening. You kind of want to know. You want to know, especially a kid. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he, I mean, he was cool about it. He was just like, boo. <laughs>
0: <He's> boo. <bowed. laughs> and, and, and the little girl's like kind of a little scared of him, sort of. And Hannah just goes, same girl. <laughs> we This movie also, the one of the main plot devices is that it flashes back a lot. It goes forward and back in time. So we see right in the beginning is kind of quote unquote present day where he's got the bandages and he's talking to Bertie about his psychological trauma. But then they go back in time uh, to when they first met and when they were hanging out as they were teens. And, and it's it's
1: pretty easy to then distinguish between right. the past and the present because he doesn't have bandages. His bandages and then Bertie is like a haircut. I think he is like yeah. a it's shorter hair. Yeah. And he's definitely. usually naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's naked a decent amount in this movie. Matthew Modine is, unfortunately, not Nick. <laughs> but speaking of naked, so we flash back, right, and we kind of learn how uh, Nicholas Cage and Matthew Modine and Birdie they how they get to know each other, which is kind of a weird way for them to become friends. Mm-hmm. So first of all, uh, by the base, so Matthew Modine's family lives by the baseball field. And his backyard is fen- The fence for his backyard is the the home run fence for yeah, the baseball field. Yeah, in the outfield, yeah. So we immediately see Nick in the baseball field, and he's got maybe two buttons of his shirt buttoned up.
1: It's like a vest.
0: It's like a vest. Yeah, the <laughs> sleeves are cut off. And again, Nick's looking good. He really is good. In incredible shape. He might be in the best shape. This I think movie so too. Than some of the others. Yeah. Uh so he launches a baseball. He hits a home run into matthew modine's backyard and he's they're always yelling at the crazy old lady about hey give us our baseballs back you his will, mom yeah Matthew birdie, modine, birdie's, birdie's mom. mom so
1: let's just call matthew modine birdie okay. just to make it easy
0: well, you got it bit.
1: thank you <laughs> which by the way yeah i also read about it in mm. similar in the novel birdie's real name is never like announced yeah so, yeah it's yeah, called re- birdie the too. whole
0: movie yeah it's like a fight club you know they never say what edward norton's name is Throughout the whole movie and the book, I think, as well. Uh, So the way that they meet Birdie and Nick Cage is kind of weird. Nick Cage is- Really weird. Standing under a bleachers, making out with some girl, trying to get to second base. And a little kid comes over to him and goes, hey, that weird kid's outside. The kid who's obsessed with birds.
1: No, he says the kid who stole your knife.
0: And he stole stole my knife. It was the kid's knife. It was the kid's knife. Yeah. Okay. So he stole my knife or something, and so. So
1: Nick's like, "All right,
0: fine. I'm gonna go get it." I'll go it. get it. <laughs> and then they like fight. He like fights Birdie for the knife back, and Birdie's like, oh, "I bought it from somebody who didn't tell me it was stolen. You can have it back if it's yours." And then as he as Nick Cage is walking away, like, "Oh, sorry about that." Birdie's like, "Do you do you like pigeons?" <laughs> and Nick's like what's to like he's like I don't care what they're pigeons who gives a shit and he's like well they can fly and it's like so what they can fly that's literally like the they're quote, birds right? <laughs> they're birds who cares so right right in this scene actually as they're fighting there's a decent scream a decent a decent line where he says back off weirdo you don't want to mess with me that's solid but I yeah. think there's better screams oh yeah so they somehow become fast friends, and we're, we just see them all the time hanging out. Well, they well,
1: what Nick decides to do is, oh, that's yeah. Right. So Bertie says that the pigeons can be trained to be carrier pigeons, and then the little kid whose <laughs> knife was stolen randomly says, "Oh, kids would pay a lot of money for one of those." <laughs> what? So now Nick Cage sees this as like a business venture, I guess. Yeah. To train and raise carrier pigeons, to so he sell the kids. S- to sell to children <laughs> so he figures he should hang out with with Bernie
0: yeah and
1: that's how they become friends and they
0: just kind of become fast friends so there's a montage and there are a few kind of moments in the montage where Hannah and I looked at each other and we were like are they are they in love is this a, rela- the is this music. a relationship yeah which it was... by
1: the way it's P- Peter Gabriel mm. From the band Genesis. Yeah, I
0: forgot to mention that this is uh, all of the music is is Peter Gabriel, and this
1: was his first um, venture. Oh, was it really writing for, music for, yeah, for, for a, a movie. movie?
0: Oh, that's great. So, <laughs> except so Peter Gabriel is writing all of the music, but the only music that has words in it <laughs> is, is "La Bamba. Bamba." That's very much not Peter Gabriel,
1: and also not the vibe of this movie at all. Absolutely
0: not. Like, they played it
1: three times.
0: Half this movie. You could change, if you changed the music, I think just the music. It's
1: like in Valley Girl, how they play I'll stop the world and melt with you three times. Oh my God, they did
0: say, they did do that like a million times. But if you change the music in this movie slightly, it becomes like a psychological thriller. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could make this way more suspenseful, I think, with just a little bit of a change of music because there's this guy who thinks he's a bird. You know, how Mm -hmm. weird is that? That's creepy as hell. Not yet. Well, not yet. We're we're getting there. (laughs) One day. (laughs) One day. (laughs) uh so let's see here where were we so yeah they're so they're chasing pigeons around town and what is that town
1: philadelphia baby yeah the city of brotherly love
0: (laughs) and they are brotherly loving each other (laughs) so city
1: of birds my my man
0: (laughs) (laughs) so towards the end of this montage of them hanging out and becoming fast friends they build like a pigeon coop and Nick goes into the coop, maybe with a a few more pigeons, and he goes, hey, Birdie, where are you? Are you in there? Come on out. Hey, Birdie. I know you're in there. Why are you hiding? And Birdie comes out, (laughs) and he's like, I'm making you this suit made out of pigeon feathers. (laughs) And and Nick's just like, that's weird as hell. He's like, why? I don't want to do that. I don't want to wear that. So I guess the reason that-
1: It's to catch pigeons so they're not afraid of you.
0: Is that right?
1: Yeah. Oh. He said we have to be one with the pigeons so that they are not scared of us. So weird. They, yeah, I, it, it's weird, Steve. This whole movie is weird. It
0: seems like they were doing pretty well catching pigeons without pigeon suits.
1: Um, yeah. Right? They were.
0: <laughs> they weren't. They weren't like financially stressed. But you
1: know what? We wouldn't be able to give the award for best costume <sighs> to Nick Cage in a pigeon suit.
0: How can anything beat that suit? It's a pigeon suit. It's he's covered head to toe in gray feathers.
1: It's awesome. It's incredible. Also, like very well crafted. Well, Birdie yeah. has a future in costume design.
0: Yeah, too bad he, you know, kind of gets tubble, uh, tunnel vision with these <laughs> fucking pigeons. So, so they decide, I guess, because they scooped up all of the pigeons in the city of Philadelphia, that they have to go <laughs> to this that they have to go to this factory to get more pigeons. So, they go to the factory in their pigeon suits, climb over a barbed wire fence. With a cop, you know, try to... There's a cop driving around, a security guard driving around. They're, they, like, evade the cop and, and, and they jump the barbed wire. And...
1: You're right. They did commandeer, like, every bird in the city. I
0: guess so. Well, I mean, they had to use half of them to make the suits. <laughs> so they're at this factory
1: i learned what molting means by the way while watching this movie (laughs) yeah
0: at one point there was a bird hatching out of an egg and hannah goes oh it's molting i'm like that's not not what molting is i think molting is when it kind of sheds its feathers so
1: you can make pigeon suits
0: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) because you know he wouldn't hurt the bird to make the suit
0: right right
1: so yeah anyway so yeah they're
0: they're at this factory as they get to the roof of the factory and birdie decides to go to the edge to grab the pigeons or something and he slips and falls and he's hanging on the edge of the factory of the roof of the factory and nick cage is like birdie what are you doing for christ's sake get down again another scream but definitely not the best and birdie's laughing and he goes why are you laughing and he's like why are you taking it so serious because this is fucking serious is another good line and then birdie decides to jump off the roof kind of push himself off and land on a pile of sand which, which isn't
1: <laughs> forgiving. No, it's
0: not for us not a forgiving but you can't just jump on sand and like bounce off and be totally fine.
1: So he he does like a flip yeah. And the camera shows it from three different angles. It's the only scene like in the movie. Like it's like an action movie.
0: Yeah, it's the only <laughs> scene in the movie. It's like it's like if a cool guy were to jump away from an explosion and they show it like from four <laughs> different angles. It's like that. And it's the only scene in the movie that does that.
1: And God. none of the angles are close up either. So it's just like three like angles from a distance watching like the same <laughs> flip.
0: Yeah. So then Nick runs down, he gets off the roof, and he and he takes the stairs in a and he goes down. He he in thinks a panic. he's dead. And he's not dead, he's breathing. But <laughs> Nick, like, manhandles his face like he does with all of the women that he yeah. kisses. Yeah. So he was kissing a woman earlier in the movie, and he didn't manhandle her face. He manhandled her But he her manhandled... Boob. Well, I mean, yeah, but that was kind of the point. Was Yeah. Because yeah. we find out later that Nick Cage is obsessed with boobs in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he loves talking about titties. We get back to the present day. And so now we kind of see uh, uh, Bertie for the first time in present day. And so there's a lot of back and forth between Nick Cage and the doctor. So the doctor who's working on Birdie, Right.
1: So it seems like there's a few different rooms at this hospital where it's like the typical, I don't know, like other movies that you've seen, non-movies with the soldiers that are injured in the hospital they're all in like beds that are adjacent to each other like laying down in the same room
0: oh yeah and then
1: birdie is in like solitary confinement
0: yeah he's in the psych ward so yeah i guess because they think he's dangerous they lock well, because no, they think but,
1: he's crazy well because he is, he
0: is. <laughs> so so he's talking to so the doctor's talking to nick about his friend he's like how well do you know him and he's like oh yeah we were real close back in the day we used to catch pigeons together <laughs> like anybody would
1: <laughs> and, just philly things and then
0: yeah so that's i think actually when we learn it's in philadelphia because he says what does he say oh he goes have you ever been to philly you have to be pretty crazy to live there we <laughs> were just two crazy kids and, like, crazy for each other. And Nick even goes, he's like, no, not queer for each other or anything. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. I don't know. Well, certainly not by the end because Birdie gets real weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, even,
0: even to the point where Nick Cage is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, so the doctor is trying to explain the situation to Nick, what's happening to his friend. And he hands him the pictures. Do you remember the pictures?
1: I do remember the pictures. And that's
0: where we see him, like butt-ass naked perched all over his cell room
1: like squeezed into the corner next to the toilet crawled up under the sink
0: yeah he's really like squeezed he, into yeah, some of these spots yeah. really
1: uncomfortable positions this this bird man is putting this himself bird... in
0: so so i didn't tell you this but let me see here throughout the course of this movie hannah said what what the fuck or what the hell are we watching 16 times <laughs> <laughs> so up to this point we're already at our first seven (laughs) you had already said what the hell are we watching (laughs) so just had to be said yeah absolutely it did absolutely it did so also several times i wrote down because i love this the doctors said to nick cage because he's got the bandages all over his face does your face hurt <laughs> and I kept shouting because it's killing me. Because that's the classic joke. And yeah. anyway, that's that. <laughs> There's also during this scene when he's talking to the doctor, Hannah just turns to me and goes, "He's a really bad actor, <laughs> Nick Cage." In this scene, he's re- he goes in and out of this whole movie of being a good actor. He has this actor.
1: way about himself where he just delivers most of his lines in like the same like timbre, I guess you can call yeah. it.
0: And you did it earlier today. Do you? Do I don't you remember, remember how it goes? goes. And <laughs> <laughs> have to hear it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, but I don't want to go anyway. And then there's the, the place, but I can't even go. <laughs> and then it goes the where, and I don't even know.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, ah, you're you're not wrong, and I think that will resonate with anybody. And who's then seen he'll Nikos just throw in already. a
1: scream. So it'll be like, but I couldn't find out where it was and then i was like fuck and then it's just like i don't know
0: yeah <laughs> and the screams almost always are on the curses yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we see Nicolas cage meet birdie or or see birdie for the first time since the war uh and again, at this point, I wrote down a lot of things that Hannah said out loud while we were watching this movie. And <laughs> Hannah just goes, I am deeply disturbed. Because we see Birdie as like a, a as you know, he's psychologically damaged or, or what have you. And he's having some type of PTSD or obsessive compulsive or something. I'm not a doctor. And he's kind of hobbling around and he's perched and he's acting like a bird. And Hannah's just like, I'm deeply disturbed. So... I think the reason that they brought Nick Cage in and, and to talk to Birdie is because they want him to jog his memory to make him... And they him want him like, to talk again. They want him so to talk. So
1: he hasn't spoken, I guess, since he got to the psych ward after he was found in NOM.
0: Right. Um. So they're they're <laughs> hoping that his old friend can right. get him... yeah to know. talk. Right. And
1: then they'll realize that he's not mentally insane he's just right. has ptsd and it'll knock it out of him right
0: and they probably had very few treatment options uh, mm-hmm. you know back, back then. then yeah so they, so they talk about the the billy penn statue in uh center city in philadelphia where at certain angles it looks like he's got a penis oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was like a little nice little call out to yeah. philadelphia because we live here uh let's see so we go back in time briefly and they're in the hospital and nick cage says he's a little crazy he thinks he can fly he, he thinks he's a bird to some random woman at the hospital who gives him a really bad look you asked me to write that one down <laughs> it's a good line so they are after after this happens they're just kind of walking along and nick says promise me you won't go ape shit but something happened that you need to know birdie and birdie's like no it's fine i just like i you know i didn't even break any bones or anything he's like no no, no, just promise me that you won't go apeshit but your mom killed all the birds your mom killed all the pigeons destroyed the whole pigeon coop Coop. and poisoned half of them and then sold the other half to a butcher Mm -hmm. which there's another butcher that comes up later well nick would
1: eat it you know he likes the way they mate (laughs) (laughs) nice call that's that's so in the business we call that a callback yeah
0: yeah i'm not sure if you if anybody out there is listening and is unfamiliar with the comedy business but hannah is very involved in the comedy (laughs) business and knows these technical jargon Mm -hmm. yeah
1: bada bing bada boom
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) so smart (laughs) so there's one really good scream here actually that's the best one so far and we'll consider it for the best overall yeah. but yeah. he does want at one point say like cuz birdie won't accept that the pigeons are all dead and he goes they're plucked and fucked yeah I forgot about that. <laughs> you forgot about plucked and fucked it was a good line it, it felt like a really good line yeah uh there was a throwaway scene where he's just sad boy nick in the rain you know back in sad boy nick sad boy nick uh so then we go back and flashback again and uh they're in a junkyard and they buy a junker car and they're working on this car yeah, and they're obsessed with this car. The car, every time you see the car, it changes. It's a different car. <laughs> it's a different color. It's a different make and model every time you see it. Uh,
1: when they buy it, it's orange. And then later on, it's like pistachio green. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they
0: could have painted it. Has it has a different body. Like right, the hood
1: it is. Ugh, it's not the same car. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, so then there's a, a scene with Nick Cage's dad, who's the local garbage man. And I think this is the first time we meet him. And he is, uh, th- I forget the actor's name, but it's the same guy who plays Jack, Jack Klumsky from Seinfeld, the, the, the Del Boca Vista guy. No, not ringing any bells. Mm-mm. Nah, Well, no. Anyway, so that's Nick Cage's dad. And they're kind of yelling at each other. And
1: he and... turns out to be pretty abusive.
0: Yes. Yeah, it does turn out to be pretty abusive. But there's, this is a really good scene. It's a great scene. Because they're working on the car. And again, it's a bit of a montage and they finally get the car to start, and that, that's another good scream. We're like, Woo-hoo-hoo! they both go yeah. wild, they go nuts because they're well, and it's understandable, you know. And they're they're kind of teenagers, I and guess,
1: but like screaming. I mean, for you to just be like, oh yeah, awesome, like that, right. you know, that's normal. They are screaming at the top of their lungs, and
0: they're sitting in the car, and they like do a really long hug, and, <laughs> and <laughs> they're jump like around. jumping yeah. over each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So Birdie jumps to the back seat.
0: Yeah. And they just start pretending to drive like they're yeah, six like years they're old. S- <laughs> they're just like they're they've got their heart their hands on the steering wheel and stuff they're like vroom vroom,
1: yeah, we're gonna go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he names all like these yeah. different <laughs> roads in Philadelphia. Yeah. He's like, You gotta hop on seventy six, it's the Schuylkill, and then we're gonna go over the Walt Whitman. <laughs>
0: it sounded like a traffic report in philadelphia they just randomly named all of the major roadways in in philadelphia so they said well where should we drive this thing where should we drive it and he said nick cage goes where else the ocean and birdie says i've never been to the ocean i've never seen the ocean before even though he's in philadelphia he hasn't made the two-hour drive over to the jersey shore (coughs) and i wrote down here i don't know what it i don't know it why it just cuts but, to them at the beach yeah but i wrote well now <laughs> i don't know why oh, he did say well i forget i forget in what context he said
1: no it was well after now. like a. it was like birdie screamed louder than nick yeah when they got the car started and birdie's like wow whoa, yeah whoa. and then nick unenthusiastically so says well now yeah <laughs>
0: So the next scene, they go to the shore <clears throat> and they're on the beach and Birdie's <laughs> in the ocean and he's having a great time. He's like, this is incredible. I've never been in the ocean before. And Nick Cage can't swim. So he yells a few things at him from the shore. This is my
1: favorite scream. This I is think. your favorite scream? Maybe. <laughs>
0: <he> we'll have <laughs> to go
1: through all of them, but <laughs> was, I do remember liking this one.
0: Are we going to go to the boardwalk, pick up some chicks or what? <laughs> and then he also yells, I don't know what to, uh, I don't know how to swim. So he's yelling at birdie across the uh uh, across the ocean there i guess so birdie
1: decides to go under and hold his breath
0: so nick starts
1: counting was it one mississippi
0: (laughs) that's what this means (laughs) i wrote yelling ms and i was like what is that that's the abbreviation for mississippi he goes one mississippi two mississippi three and he gets to 10 and he's like 10 mississippi come on birdie come on out of there so like, he starts to panic. Yeah, and he's like, yelling. He's like I'm yelling Mississippi. He's like, here. we're at 15 Mississippi. <laughs> it's like, people can hold their breath for 15 seconds fairly easily.
1: He doesn't know. He can't swim.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. So they go to the boardwalk and they pick up some chicks, right? And they're on a roller coaster and Nicolas Cage has a chick on either <laughs> arm and Birdie's just flapping his wigs behind them because he's a fucking weirdo. And... They're getting pizza. He's like, I'm flying. Yeah, they're getting pizza or something, or they're getting uh, popcorn or something like that. And Nick Cage has like a kazoo in his mouth.
1: I Eddie, don't remember that. And he
0: goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't you remember that? You, I think it was another one you asked oh, me yeah, to write maybe. down. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It
1: just made no sense.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It made no sense. So then they cut to the four of them are under the boardwalk. And we kind of hear some moaning and groaning. <laughs> and Nick Cage is having sex with one of the girls right next to Birdie and the other girl. And they're just kind of talking casually. And Birdie and the other girl... It's like,
1: f- get up and leave. Right. Take a walk. Right. Or, Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, were things different back then? I don't people just, think so. People just had sex next to people. Just ah no, nah, it's no big deal. Yeah, my buddy just had sex next to me.
1: If my friend was having sex with some random guy, I would be like, "Hey, you want to go for a walk?" I don't think I would sit next right. to it and listen to it right. and also have a conversation with the other dude.
0: Especially a conversation about how great birds are or some shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that is what they talked about. <laughs>
0: like, so they they can flap so their wings. like so and
1: uh, you like birds? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're just they're just the best animals. <laughs> So, I don't know, something like that <sighs> yeah so that happens know, and then dude. and then the girl that is not having sex gets pissed because she's left with a weirdo and gets up and leaves and then so Nick Cage gets pretty pissed that you know
1: Bertie ruined his night I guess
0: yeah I guess so so we cut to them they're walking down the shoreline it seems to be the next morning by now <laughs> and this is where they have the conversation about how much Nick Cage loves titties
1: yeah it lasts a long time a long
0: time real <laughs> long time <laughs> and so it struck me here that this is yet another movie this is like three out of six or seven of the movies where nick cage is telling someone how to pick up women yeah yeah So he's like, oh, you got to pick up women. And apparently Birdie says things like he doesn't like, he doesn't understand boobs. He's like, they're just like a cows, but in a worse place. (laughs) Yeah, he says that. (laughs) So it's like, "Uh, okay. And Nick Cage is trying to convince him how great boobs are. And he goes, we're talking tits here. Big tits, round tits, fleshy tits. (laughs) A lot of that sort of thing is happening. so.
1: So he's like screaming about boobs to the void. Yeah, and then suddenly a cop appears. Yeah, and he's behind him, and he's like, "Is this your Chevy?"
0: Right. It's not really fully elaborated why (coughs) the cop shows up and like arrests them, but I guess they get arrested. They get arrested, and I think it's because the car is registered in Nick's dad's name. Well, but right, like, who cares? Who cares? Why is that a thing? Maybe it was
1: illegally parked. I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, so they're in the jail cell and then we kind of find out a little bit more about Nick's dad being abusive. He smacks him across the face, like, ah, what are you doing? And uh yeah. So back to the future or back to the back to the future. <laughs> Crispin Glover is what not movie. in this one. Crispin Glover's been in two of these movies, but not this one. Uh so up to this point, Hannah had said, What the hell are we watching? uh fifteen times or sixteen times <laughs> or so. I think you got a a lot of it out of your system in this first half of the movie.
1: I've just never seen anything like this before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, this is such a weird movie. And so...
1: That might be why the critics liked it so much. Because it's just different. it's different.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if it was at this point or maybe a later point, but Hannah says to me, she's like, God, it's just like Birdman. And I'm like, have you ever seen Birdman? <laughs> no. She goes, no. I'm like, it's about an actor who's trying to be a stage... A, a film actor who's trying to be a stage actor.
1: Well... It's so similar, Steve. Be- it's about a boy who's trying to be a bird. They're but both trying to be something. That he's trying not. to
0: not be a bird in Birdman because he played. He's this film actor that's been known for playing a superhero called Birdman, and then now he's trying to be a stage actor and being take, taken seriously, and people don't take him seriously. So he's not trying to be a bird. He's actively against being a bird in Birdman. Hmm. What do you got? You're trying to come up with something snarky. I can see it in your face. (laughs) I just just disagree.
1: (laughs) They're very similar movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of scenes and I can kind of gloss over them um, unless there's a really good quote or something. But there's a lot of scenes where it's Nick Cage and Birdie in the psych ward in Birdie's room and he's just trying he's trying anything to get him to talk to him. Yeah, the uh,
1: nurse has a hard time getting him to feed. Right. <laughs> that so, was creepy, too. So Nick so Cage weird. feeds him. Yeah. And it's like it's, slop.
0: Yeah, and the nurse goes, this is the only thing he'll eat. He doesn't eat anything. He it's won't eat for anyone for other than me. It's probably bird seed. And ah, uh, yeah, super weird. And he's like, here comes the airplane. And it gets all over Birdie's face and stuff. And he's not saying a word. He's Ugh. just
1: pretending to be a parakeet. I
0: wonder... I wonder if they would have had a better time feeding it if they chewed it up in their mouth first and then let him eat You're it. Probably out of their right. mouth. You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> they never tried it in the movie. I wonder if that would have worked. Oh my
1: God. That's so disgusting.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, again, there's we flash back and there's another scene about how uh, abusive Nicolas Cage's father is because apparently after they got arrested, uh, Jack Klompus, or whatever his name is, Uh, sold the car for some money. He sold it to a friend who lives in another town or something. So Birdie gets furious at Nick's dad. This is like
1: the only time that Birdie's shown any emotion toward anything other than
0: birds. That's true, yeah. (laughs) And Nick's dad's like, I'll give you the money for it. He's like, it's not about the money. We have sentimental attachment to the car. And they're screaming at each other in this scene. Nick's not really in it. He's kind of just passing back and forth a little but um it, it it does really show again where now we know why nicholas cage is screams as much as he does it. yeah because his dad is all yeah.
1: little, little nutso as yeah, well <laughs>
0: yeah oh and again they refer they reference the schuylkill river in here <laughs> uh oh and this is the scene where hannah had figured out that nick cage delivers every line the same way so let's see here um back in the psych ward uh nick cage is talking to birdie and then he suddenly freaks out that he can't open the door which is yeah yeah and then he has flashbacks to i think Nom. he feels
1: yeah he feels trapped
0: yeah yeah and he's just he's got regular ptsd i mean you know it's weird to say regular that's probably not the appropriate way of say, uh, saying it but yeah he's got ptsd about the war he's got half of his face burned off mm-hmm. yeah
1: which i'm disappointed we never got to see it They never take his bandages off. Yeah, we never. They talk about it. Mm -hmm. They say, "Oh, it's time to take your bandages off."
0: Yeah, it never happens, and then he never does. Yeah, we never see the gross half of his face. All (laughs) of his face
1: is pretty gross. Well,
0: that's true. So, so yeah, and then there's another scene between Nick and uh, the doctor, and about kind of how do you how well how well do you know the the birdie and then the doctor's also like you're not doing what we brought you in here to do and they're yelling at each other for some reason and then it just kind of suddenly slows down because he's like ah you know what we need is we need to get the baseballs that birdie's mom kept that'll jog his memory and then the doctor's like went from a hundred to zero to a hundred or a hundred to zero really yelling at him and then to being like oh yeah baseballs that might work so then, I think we, it was
1: at this point that I was like, how much time is left? And <laughs> there was like 45 there was like minutes left. left. Yeah, and you're
0: like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. So we go, now we flash back and we go into school because they're in high school. And they're doing like a show and tell. And Birdie had, he had kind of engineered this little propeller thing that can fly around the classroom. And he's talking about it. And he's talking about kind of the aerodynamics and things. And there's another girl in the class who is very turned on by this. She is moist for Bertie yeah. right now. <laughs> too much? Not yes. enough? Sorry, too, much. too much? Okay. But yeah, she's really giving him the eyes. So after show and tell, Nick yells over, as they're in the hall, he yells over to Bertie. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to the cafeteria and get some mystery meat. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of, you were doing something in the kitchen actually and turned to me and goes, mystery meat? <laughs> uh. So this might actually be the first time after this scene we see Birdie's room, which is, as you would imagine, covered head to toe in bird paraphernalia. There is, there's <laughs> bird bird posters, there's bird posters, there's bird wallpaper, posters. he's probably got bird blankets. He
1: has birds in there, bird cages.
0: Yeah, so w- there was a scene prior to this where uh, Birdie had gone to a breeder and or like you know somebody who or breeds and trains other types of birds and he bought a canary named per- perta now i thought it was Berta, and i was like he just named a bird Berta. but i guess Perta's is better who cares so he goes and buys another bird and he names this bird after nicholas cage's character al he's like this is my this is my second bird al and nick's in the room and he's like oh this is getting weird <laughs> he literally said he goes fuck getting weird <laughs> <laughs> so then they're just outside birdie's house and they're working out and again now we see nick cage fully shirtless and holy hell is he jacked!
1: he looks good
0: he's in great shape
1: so he's doing real workouts <clears throat> and then birdie is on the roof with weights in his <laughs> arms but only to train the flapping motion <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah, he's only doing, like, those chest presses or or whatever they're called. Uh, But, like,
1: laying down on a bench. The butterfly, yeah. Yeah, laying down on a bench to simulate
0: flapping. (laughs) Yeah, he's working on his flapping muscles. (laughs) (laughs) The reason he's working on his flapping muscles is because they go to the junkyard, or to the dump, I should oh, say. Right. The dump is separate from the junkyard in this tiny-ass town. Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Sounds <laughs> <was> like they're <laughs> this in this tini- small-ass town. No, it's Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Nick Cage gets on a his bicycle, and Birdie has these big, like, cloth leather-type wings that he's attached to his arms.
1: Kind of like a mast sail.
0: Yeah, like a sail. Yeah, yeah. And he's got some fabric between his legs as a tail, almost.
1: well, yeah. Yeah. For aerodynamics.
0: I guess. He, he probably knows better than we do.
1: Definitely for aerodynamics. <laughs>
0: and so he gets on the handlebars of Nick Cage's bike, and Nick Cage bikes over garbage and kind of no, stops so to launch Birdie into the air. And Birdie, the way they shot it...
1: Birdie legit flies. He,
0: like, flies. He really he flies. He
1: flew.
0: And this is not the biggest scene. This isn't, like, the crescendo. This isn't the, the climax pinnacle of the movie. or whatever. The no. crescendo i don't know what i don't know what crescendo means i just used it yeah is that good that works uh, yeah.
1: All right. yeah sure sure <laughs> this,
0: <laughs> but like you would think that this guy who's obsessed with flying and obsessed with becoming a bird who actually then takes flight you'd think that would be the yeah. the climax of the, the exactly movie. or of right. his life he'd or, be like perfect yeah
1: i've flown i have birds <laughs> i'm good now right i can move on right this is only the beginning
0: Oh, and also, this is where they play La Bamba. So- oh, yeah, when he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So again, it's not this, like, big sweeping musical number to be, like, you know, like E.T. or something, right. when E.T. takes flight. So it's- this
1: time, when he jumps and flies, he doesn't land in a pile of sand, but he right. lands in, like, a weird Puddle? trash yard
0: pond. Yeah. And then Nick Cage goes down again to be like, hey, are you okay? But he can't swim, so. Well, no, but it only came up, like, waist high. Oh, yeah. But... And then, do you remember what Nick Cage starts doing? He starts sneezing inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, they cut back to the psych ward. And again, he's trying to jog his memory. And he goes, ah, why? Remember how I'm always getting sick whenever you hurt yourself? And, and then, it's like, and no, then, when did that, then, that ever happen before?
1: <laughs> but, like, the vaguest smile appears right. on Bertie's face. Which proves that... Well, it proves to Nick that you know he's being responsive i guess yeah which is what the doctors were saying that he wasn't being responsive to anything right so he can hear him and he's experiencing an emotion related to the story so then nick freaks out and he's like oh my god he like goes to tell the doctor he's like oh
0: (laughs) he's like and then the doctor's like this could be nothing and he's like just let me get the baseballs and he's like well maybe the baseballs will work (laughs) so and this is actually a pretty well acted scene from Nick because he's crying and he's yelling and he's upset because he he, he can't convince anyone that his friend is still in there. And he's like, "You pumped him full of drugs and blah blah blah," and then, yeah, and he, it's just and the base. And then he's like, "Well, what about baseballs?" So, okay, and then everything just stops. He stops crying. He stops yelling. The doctor just walks away, and everything's totally fine. He's I pretty
1: know. inconsistent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we flashback again. Again, and i guess this is because nick is trying to again jog his memory just kind of going through all the memories and the boys become dog catchers mm, i
1: briefly? guess to make money they said one dollar per dog
0: oh yeah a dollar per dog and and the dog catcher was like just like a yeah.
1: uh, at citizens bank park on dollar, dollar dog, dog night <laughs> throwing it back bring it back to philly where this C- all started
0: uh, citizens bank if you're listening we're accepting sponsors
1: <laughs> <laughs> i do like hot dogs
0: <laughs> you love hot dogs hot dogs are fine <clears throat> uh
1: anyway they're catching dogs they're catching
0: dogs and the dog catcher's like yeah you know they're overpopulated so it's all good but then they don't realize that they're catching dogs to send them to like a butcher
1: yeah it's disgusting
0: yeah and they're like electrocuting the animals and somebody chases them chases them down uh somebody's like hey you have my dog in the car Yeah. and chases them pet. down <laughs> yeah so nick and birdie kind of realize what they're doing and let all the dogs go i looking back I don't know why was this part of the movie. I guess
1: to again show that maybe like another interest, or maybe show that he has compassion toward animals.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know because
1: he really like Birdie really started freaking out when he realized that like why they were there. Yeah. When he saw like I think it might be a goat but it was, like, oh, yeah. a skinned goat, but, like, I think it was supposed to be a dog, but I doubt right. they would skin a dog for right. this movie. And there's, like, horse meat. It's, like, it's really, really, it really disgusting. Gross. And, like, graphic, too. Yeah, it was I was graphic, very shocked to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if they... Whoever was their props director or the props department or what have you, like...
1: I mean, hopefully that wasn't real.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Like, if it wasn't real, those were incredible, like you know fake fake animals fake, throughout yeah. the entire movie because there are some scenes where
1: oh the bird birdie's too, holding yeah. a
0: bird and it doesn't really seem to be moving but like he's putting it close to his face and mouth because of course he is
1: which all of the birds in the end credits get credit uh,
0: they get credits <laughs> so do the dogs too i think yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there's like a snake that got a credit like oh, every yeah. animal in this movie got a credit yeah
0: yeah so when they're at the when they're at the junkyard or the the dump the garbage dump there's a snake that's like trying to eat a seagull and they're both a real seagull and a real snake. And I think the seagull's name was, like, Larry or something. <laughs> and the, of course, the snake was named Monty, Monty Python type of thing. But, yeah, you know, But every, all of the animals get credit, which is nice, I That's guess. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, I think either you or I said, fuck is going on here <laughs> with the dog catching scene? There's also a pretty good uh, kind of a screamy laugh that Nick Cage does in, this, in the dog catching I scene. I mean,
1: throughout the movie... Much like in every other movie that we've seen so far. He does that like, ho ha!
0: Right. But the first ha's a little drawn out this time. So it's like, ha ha! <laughs> so, so he does that. I guess that's what being Nouveau Shamanic is all about.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the essence of the Nouveau Shamanic.
0: Yeah so lifestyle yeah absolutely it's a lifestyle it's not it's not it really a, is a lifestyle yeah you have to pull out choice. your
1: teeth in order to experience pain
0: well and worse than that you have to shave your chest sometimes <laughs> right,
1: that is the worst
0: <laughs> so you know flip-flopping back and forth to uh sad boy nicky in the psych ward trying to help his friend and and flashbacks so now nick cage is getting pissed at birdie about i know you're in there and i'm gonna you know get you to talk one way or another he's kind of shaking him up and might have even smacked him across the face once or twice to say snap out of it and he goes you're not really a bird and he gets really upset and the nurse comes in to try birdie,
1: sp- birdie gets upset right
0: birdie gets upset nick gets upset yeah. and the nurse comes in to try to calm down birdie and uh he goes, "What are you even doing here?" I was, I was about to make a breakthrough. I was about to get through to him. And she goes, "It's my job. It's part of my job." And he goes, "Well, he's part of my life." And Hannah was like, "Oh, that's a very nice line, actually." It was. He yeah. delivered it well too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: No, this is probably, like, the best acting that we've seen from Nicolas Cage Absolutely. so it's far. still
0: It still goes in and out. And there's this, like, yeah. <laughs> the last scene, maybe the last scene we see, Nick, is kind of, like, the epitome of how much his acting really goes in and out. <laughs> and we'll talk about it in a second. But, um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. I think this is the best acting that we've seen out of him.
1: Yeah, I thought, th- like, the Cotton Club, I thought he was good in. And then eh. this.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, so he kind of runs away, runs out of the room, and the nurse goes chasing after him. And he just goes right for the boob. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs the nurse's boob. The nurse is like, "Hey, I'm sorry." And well, granted, the nurse feels up his muscles first, but and she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. you know, I know this is hard for you. It's hard for everybody." And he just turns around and then like grabs her boob and then he and then he goes, and then he freaks out. he's like, "Oh, he's I, like, I'm sorry I haven't
1: touched a woman in a long time. Yeah, I'm sorry,
0: yeah." then (laughs) then this isn't a nick cage scene but it kind of cuts to the poster that we talked about in the beginning of uh (laughs) matthew modine butt ass naked birdie perched on his bed yep just staring out the window hoping to fly one day (laughs) crazy craziness what's happening you see his full butt crack so we flash back again we and they're going to the prom because, of course, it is. Again, There's this so is like four movies with movies. proms. So, <laughs> Hannah pointed out, I didn't even realize, Hannah pointed out, what song were they playing?
1: Rock- La Bamba? No, it was Rockin'
0: Robin. Oh, that's Rockin' Robin. Of course, it's a bird song. <laughs> <laughs> so, the...
1: Good pick, Peter Gabriel. Yeah,
0: so Nick Cage <laughs> is at the prom. He's just dancing. He doesn't really have any lines. But, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, we'll get, uh, we'll get to why I'm laughing here in a second. But, so at the prom they leave the prom um birdie and his date that girl from class who was super into him (laughs) uh the moist one (laughs) and they're in the car and they find some like kind of secluded place and she just takes her top off and he just bounces the boob a little bit (laughs) and then she's like i'm sorry i'm bad at this and puts her clothes back on and then they just drive away like that was it (laughs) <laughs> that was their romance i mean now i get it because birdie's very awkward very socially awkward definitely guy. on the spectrum <laughs> definitely on the spectrum but
1: she also but maybe. like she
0: i guess that means she also is because she just like it was a strapless dress so she just yeah, pulls she just everything like, pulled
1: down, it down. They're, they're at, I don't know, like, I guess the typical spot that everyone goes right. to hook up in their car. Because if you, like, you look around, yeah. there's other people in other cars that are making out. And she's like, how do they do it so easily or something? And then, like, just pulls down her top and <laughs> reveals her chest. <laughs> so then Bertie can bounce He just bounces the,
0: the right boob two or three times. <laughs> and,
1: and, then, <laughs> and then she puts her bra and her dress back on and that was
0: it. And then they go back home. <laughs> yeah. And so, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is why I was laughing because this is my next note. So Birdie goes home, and now he's put under his like bunk bed is a bird cage, a full size bird like cage,
1: a, like a life size, like a human sized bird. Right.
0: Like so, he's basically if you were to take the whole bottom part of underneath a bunk bed, and he sleeps like you know only a foot or two from the ceiling, I guess. So he removes all of his clothing. And he goes, not butt ass naked. Again, you see his full ass because he goes and stares out the window. <laughs> he grabs Perta and he goes into the birdcage, butt ass naked. And I wrote down two great two great quotes from Hannah Martin. She goes, oh shit, is this bird about to penetrate him from behind? He's definitely going to try and fuck this bird. <laughs> You can't hear it or see it right now, but Hannah is basically in tears crying at the things that she said.
1: I don't regret the things I said. And
0: so he says out loud or maybe in like internally, but you hear it, Birdie says, I wish I could die and be born again as a bird.
1: (laughs) And then he starts to kiss the bird.
0: Yeah, he's kissing it. And I'm like, he might put the whole bird in his mouth. He might put the bird down his pants. I'm not really sure what's gonna happen here so i did look at imdb well, the bird was
1: hopping on his body and like oh it yeah. really looked like he was about to the bird was about to like go to his crawl bind. up in that
0: butthole <laughs> speaking of which we didn't talk about <laughs> the, the, the the famous richard gear story from last week during cotton club you not know about richard gear having a a hamster or gerbil or something up his butthole no. <laughs> so <laughs> It was a rumor started by Sil- uh, Sylvester Stallone, apparently, because they did a movie together and they didn't get along. So Sylvester Stallone started a rumor that Richard Gere had a uh, a dying hamster up his butthole or gerbil up his butthole for like three years. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like this rotting hamster or gerbil or guinea pig or whatever is up Richard Gere's butthole. No, it
1: smells so bad. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's why Richard Gere's butthole smells so bad.
1: <laughs> it smells?
0: I don't know. <laughs> That's the rumor, and we didn't talk about it last week, and we missed it.
1: I didn't. Well, I didn't know about that until right now. I forgot.
0: I forgot until I was. Ta- I was talking about talking something
1: about else. Talking about a bird up a, a birdie's butthole, and
0: it reminded me. Oh boy, so uh, we go back to the psych ward after that incredible scene. Unfortunately, Nick wasn't in in that scene, but we no, go-
1: Nick shows up.
0: Well, no, but this we go back to the psych ward oh. briefly because next we find. Um, We kind of find out how Nick Cage got his bandages and everything. And, you know, it's just a flashback to Nam. And it's, again, it's a great scream. It's a legitimate scream. And his face is covered in blood. And it's really, like, terrifying. We're at the psych ward and the baseballs finally come in, right? Oh, my God. The big baseballs. Go figure. And we don't really get a reaction out of Birdie from the baseballs. And Nick Cage is getting, again, he's getting a little pissed. And he's kind of got these anger issues, probably from his father, whatever. But he says... If the doc gets a look in my head, he'll lock me up too. So Nick Cage was like really scared of this doctor because I guess he thought, oh, I also have PTSD and I don't want to be locked up like you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's probably why Is he was? was freaking out when he was like stuck in the room for
0: mm. a minute. Oh, uh, That makes sense. I-, I didn't really get like why-, why Nick Cage was so afraid of the doctor.
1: Well, I don't know. Let's get into the symbolism a little bit.
0: Oh, symbolism. Yeah, Look at you. W-
1: welcome back. This is uh, your high school English <laughs> <laughs> teacher speaking. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like The whole idea is that these boys are trapped, I guess, in yeah. their town, in their lives, and Birdie especially feels trapped, and he wants to fly, Right. and that's his biggest dream. He wants to fly, so Nick you know, feels now trapped in his own skin because he's got, Mm. like, for his whole life, I guess he didn't feel trapped because he was, like, always, like, this attractive guy. Mm. And now he's really ugly because he's literally the Phantom of the Opera.
0: The Phantom of the Opera gets the girl in the end, right? Have you never
1: seen the Phantom of the (laughs) Opera? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) yes he kidnaps her
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so he gets the girl it's awful it's all good no she escapes yeah um but no that's that's a good point about them both kind of feeling trapped in different ways so that's interesting wow all right
1: yeah so that was your uh
0: that was your english teacher moment
1: moment of of the week
0: with mrs martin miss martin (laughs) mrs martin is your mother (laughs) um okay so now we flash back again and we're in birdie's room and Nick Cage walks in and sees Birdie naked in his bird cage, and Nick Cage gets all. This is getting confusing with all the cages. <laughs> <laughs> but Nick Cage gets all like, "Oh, somebody had a great night last night with that girl. You were too tired to even get into bed, or too tired to even put clothes on. How was your night last night? You definitely didn't fuck any birds, did you?" <laughs> he doesn't say that. But... I just
1: think it's funny that like Nick Cage comes into Birdie's room and sees birdie naked in a cage and mm-hmm. doesn't think anything weird of that
0: birdie's a pretty weird dude <laughs> but oh so what we missed as well was that the last time we were in birdie's room when when he's sleeping with the birds all over him he has kind of like a vision i oh, guess yeah, he
1: thinks he's flying for the first and he time he thinks he's
0: flying and he thinks he takes the form of perda
1: there's actually a fun fact
0: though. Ooh, let's hear the fun fact
1: so this was the first use of a sky cam in a feature film so it was a camera oh. held by wires supported by four cranes and controlled by a computer and it was used in birdie's dream sequence sequence of him actually being able to fly
0: wow so it's a bit cool.
1: revolutionary of a concept mm. so there you go
0: wow this movie's good for something yeah <laughs> that in freaking out anybody else who watches this movie <laughs> So weird, but um, so yeah, so he has this kind of dream sequence of him flying, right? So then when Nick Cage comes into the room the next morning and sees him naked, he's like, How was your night last night? And Bertie goes, I flew, and Nick Cage goes, You flew, how you flew (laughs) in that voice, he abandons his usual raspy kind of like, Oh, I'm Nicolas Cage, yeah, he wasn't
1: like, You flew,
0: you flew, how you flew, no, it It was was
1: like, You flew how you
0: flew it was very like adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> it was. very very I don't, I don't even know what to say but so and then also they kind of zoom in on nick cage and he's got a kiss mark like a, cl- a classic <laughs> kiss mark on his on his white collar from right, from the from prom, prom the night before and then again nick cage gets pissed because he's like birdie's like uh no i became a real bird and how i'm a bird person <laughs> and nick cage is like hey man we used to be friends and like have fun times together, and now you're obsessed with birds. This is weird. He's and always you, been obsessed with birds, well, but yeah. this is taking it too far. Yeah, now but for they Nick. exactly because they used to have fun together. They yeah. used to break into factories and like, right. you know, and
1: get cars
0: right and get their car <laughs> working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so kind of melded with this scene. Maybe we go back to the psych ward and come back, but then we see Nick Cage is leaving for war. He's in his uniform. He's he's all dressed up and and he's out and Birdie goes to, like, open his window and say goodbye or something to Nick Cage, but he can't get the window all the way open, and he can't get the window closed. So his bird, Perda flies out the window, and just like all the other birds, how they fly away, but they always know when to come right back. It comes back, but it doesn't see the glass, and Perda hits the glass and dies. Breaks,
1: Breaks through, through the glass. through the glass,
0: actually, yeah.
1: So either that is a strong bird, or is that <laughs> the weakest pane of glass on your window, and probably provides no insulation (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah so then we kind of cut to uh birdies at war and his helicopter goes down and there's explosions and he's in vietnam with all these exotic birds of course and uh so that's kind of why i guess birdie gets quiet and becomes a bird because his helicopter screams
1: for like a solid three minutes oh yeah and he's
0: got like dirt in his teeth and stuff yeah so he screams and then he goes quiet and becomes a bird and then now we're kind of caught up to the present day yep. and That's we're in the mental breakdown yeah we're in the psych ward and this is basically like the last scene and this is what we were talking about with nick cage's acting because nick this ha- could have
1: been the this could have been like his best acting
0: yeah in the whole movie right because nick cage he's holding birdie his old friend who just won't say anything and he's crying and he's upset and he's he's talking monologuing. about yeah he's monologuing and he's got tears rolling down his face and he's
1: and his delivery is like pretty good it's pretty
0: good and he he is doing his standard thing where he screams every curse word <laughs> yeah. and he goes fuck shit and he'll be like I just feel so sad but I don't know what to do I feel trapped in myself and I fuck <laughs> fuck and it's like oh my god okay all right Nick but so then he says something and uh, he's mumbling he's crying and he's talking about how. He could smell, he was like, it smelled like sweet barbecue or something. And I, I figured out it was actually my face burning off. And I don't know how to feel about that. And he's going into it. And <laughs> that ha- reminds me Hannah, of one time. Oh, yeah. Were, <laughs> Hannah and I were driving down the highway one time. And we were like, ooh, mm, who's had, having somebody's a cook-off. having a barbecue. Somebody's having a cook-off. And there were like two cars burnt to a crisp on the side of the highway. And we we're like, oh, that might be human. Oh, no. So that was bad anyway (laughs) that's our terrible story of burning flesh if you have one write in (laughs) tweet at us um so while he's doing this kind of mumbling but crying and upset hannah goes i'll show you acting in reference to how he still he told his famous uncle francis Ford coppola that he would show him acting because he's acting really well yeah really well and then
1: and then he ruins it all
0: he ruins it all because birdie actually says something he goes i forget what he says but he's like ah oh, you nick you never knew how to do something or other and then I think
1: he says like shut up or something Yeah, he's like oh right? shut up
0: al which is nick's character's name <laughs> and nick just goes what you can speak birdie hello oh my gosh this is amazing and it's like that's the delivery he gives he gave this incredible monologue full of tears and anger and angst, angst and, yeah. and it's deep Mixed content emotions, and then yeah. and, it, and then it's like high he's school like, drama what right hello i have to go get the doctor (laughs) and it's just like you ruined it and then what even ruins it further is that he goes okay you can speak you're back to normal let's bust you out of here so they they run out of the room they bust out of the room and they get to the roof of the building oh my god and birdie stands on the ledge of the roof of the building of this hospital i swear
1: to God, Steve
0: and birdie jumps and nick's like no and they zoom in on his and face we and just he's assumed like, no. he committed
1: suicide and, we're and li- i don't know that could have been like
0: i was like wow what a, that would be a really powerful powerful line.
1: way to end the movie right
0: because think of the trauma that nick cage's character would have to go through knowing that he essentially like killed his best friend but then nick runs over to the ledge and there's just a shorter ledge underneath and birdie landed on his feet and he's kind of he's kind of wiping off his hands and he goes what
1: and then la bomba plays again
0: and then la bomba and credits what a horrible, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was like, you know, this movie's really weird. And like I said, Nick's acting goes in and out. But this could be a pretty good movie.
1: I like thought I got it. At some point, I was like, I don't get this. I hate this movie. Yeah, and you then said, what, went, the I said
0: what the fuck 16 times. I said what the fuck
1: 16 times. And then suddenly I'm like, wow, I, I think I get it. And then that happened. And I'm like, I don't get it.
0: No, why did it end so why would it abruptly? End like that?
1: And so like, joyfully.
0: Right. La Bamba. La Bamba comes in La Bamba.
1: In thrice
0: <laughs> I, I
1: i i don't know i don't know man. i think
0: even though this movie is about a man who wants to be a bird and is naked perched on his bird and <laughs> perched in, a, in, in can you imagine his if birdie was
1: played by nick though oh my god how much weirder oh this movie god. would have well, been
0: well <laughs> apparently did we say this already but but birdie uh matthew modine wanted to play al
1: yeah i said
0: that we said that in the beginning okay
1: I told you that. In I know the you told in the, mo- in the beginning of this podcast. I know heard you that told me fact that for the first I w- time. I
0: wasn't sure <laughs> if we talked about it before we started recording. Oh it. yeah, no. Okay, jerk. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should do some Nick Cage awards. Should
1: we talk about our own experience with birds?
0: Oh, uh, we do have a bit of a bird story. Um, do you want me to tell it, or do you want you to tell the story?
1: Yeah. Let's make it quick.
0: Yeah, just very quickly. (laughs) We went away for a weekend, right? For a long weekend for Mm -hmm. a friend of ours wedding. And uh, I actually officiated the wedding. So we were sort of in it. And it was a great weekend. We had a great time. We come back and we're hungover and really tired. And it's like, let's just not do anything. Let's lay around all day. And on Sunday morning, we walk into our apartment. And there's a bird flapping around our apartment. And not
1: like a little bird. Like This was like a crow.
0: It was smaller than a crow. It was like a...
1: It was a black bird. Like a big black bird, yeah. Somewhere between the size of like... It was about the size of a pigeon, maybe. Yeah, yeah. A little bit small. Maybe a a touch
0: smaller than a pigeon, but it was a black bird. And it's just been having its way with our apartment... We had, like, maybe a little bit of crumbs out on a plate on the on the coffee table, and, and we had a glass of water, and it was all knocked over and disheveled. There was bird shit everywhere. All over
1: our couch.
0: Yeah, and so our this was in our old apartment, which was really small. Um, so because things were so small, like, the kitchen was really small, we didn't have enough room in the cabinet, so we put all the plates and the silverware, <laughs> like, out on the countertops. So there was bird shit on all of our dishes, and the closet was so small that we couldn't fit both sets of our clothes, so we got kind of one of those wheeling... Uh, clothing racks wardrobes for me to put all my clothes on so there's bird shit all over my clothes (laughs) (laughs) all over our blankets and just all over our couch and our pillows everywhere 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 so we had to on a sunday evening we had to call like an emergency 24-hour cleaning service to clean up all the bird shit and
1: to sanitize the apartment yeah i
0: had to call our landlord a million times to get him to patch holes in this in the roof that he claims aren't there but you know
1: yeah none of the windows were open
0: none of the windows were open so you know it definitely wasn't our fault but
1: but but, that's our experience with birds
0: yeah that was really (laughs) it's really upsetting that was such an upsetting weekend and then we tried it
1: went from like the highest of highs to the lowest of and then we
0: try (laughs) we try to leave we're like okay well we got the bird out finally we broke three umbrellas in the process trying to wave this bird out a window and uh we're like all right birds finally out windows are definitely sealed we, we closed w- all yeah, the we're doors like, we have
1: to wait for the cleaner to get here let's go and like get pizza like let's just <laughs> treat ourselves rain on us and the all whole of world. our umbrellas are broken and all or have umbrellas like were broken. bird fragments yeah, on, we bird
0: shit on everything we were finding bird shit for weeks after that like i mean the professional cleaner could only do so much it was He was just one guy best. on a sunday night but god bless him but anyway so that's our personal story <laughs> With birds, and uh, that is the movie Birdie from 1984 with Nicolas Cage, riveting, and Matthew Modine as the title character. So,
1: so glad I watched it.
0: (laughs) So, uh, here's a couple of questions that I like to ask Will you ever watch this movie again? No, no, (laughs) have we ever said yes? Maybe for best of times?
1: I think I said yes for
0: (laughs) maybe Valley Girl as a joke, maybe, yeah,
1: or maybe Fast Times,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, and maybe also. The amazing scene in Racing with the Bone. Hell yeah, i yeah. watch that again. <laughs> so uh, would you ever recommend this movie for anybody? I might, maybe for like a stoner friend or something.
1: No. Oh,
0: it'd be so funny.
1: You would have like a bad...
0: Yeah, that's what's funny about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I would recommend this to, yeah. to someone. It's so weird. I've
0: had like stoner friends in college ask me, hey, what's the weirdest movie you've ever seen? and like we're going to you know smoke a bunch of weed and watch a weird movie. So I pointed them in the direction of like uh um cl- what is it killer Clowns from outer space um never heard of that. howard the duck uh, mars attacks.
1: Yeah, this was deeply disturbing. But Birdie
0: falls right in this line. It's not as campy as some of those movies, but this was deeply disturbing. It wasn't campy, movies, was <laughs> it wasn't campy at all no, until no. the end. It was very Yeah, until the end <laughs> until he goes what? <laughs> <Ba-da-da-da-da-bum-ba."> <laughs> all right let's do some awards shall we let's do it so best dressed we already discussed it's the pigeon it's suit it's the pigeon suit by, by a
1: look of a picture of it it's pretty cool it's pretty yeah
0: it's so good um, it's a
1: hat and then a full suit
0: yeah yeah it's and when, it's
1: like a onesie a when, feathered onesie oh
0: my god when birdie emerges with the suit on he's like i made a suit for you <laughs> and Nick's just like, and Nick's oh, like i don't want that <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great
1: the things you do for your friends
0: yeah um worst nick cage scene um there were there were a few there were a few sad boy nick scenes yeah um that really just did nothing
1: i think there were a few too many scenes of him just like coddling birdie
0: yeah and trying to talk to him in the in the psych ward so pick any one of those that's probably i
1: think the the movie was too long it was a full Mm -hmm. two hours and i think it could have been cut down to like an hour 40 yeah and they could take some of those scenes away
0: yeah yeah, I think so too.
1: Maybe the scene where they released the dogs because like, that had no
0: yeah, it impact didn't,
1: to anything. It was really just gross and I would not want to ever watch that again.
0: Yeah, it really didn't add too much and, and yeah, it was gross so it could have been taken away, I think, pretty yeah. easily. Um, Let's see here. Best Nick Cage scene. Let's do scene, then scream, then Nouveau Shamanic. The The junkyard and working on the car. That's pretty good.
1: I think, um, I think it might be... The scene that they go to the beach. The beach. Yeah, beach, beach.
0: You think it's the beach? Yeah. I'm between the beach and the car. Let me just double check the rest here. And the dog catchers we already talked about the beach because that that also
1: includes like him pimping out with the two women.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And also counting to (laughs) fifteen.
0: Being worried after counting to 15 Mississippi seconds. All right, you've won me over. Screaming. All right, you've won me over. I think the beach scene is probably the best. Panicked. Yeah. So the best scream. Plucker fucker? Or no, plucked and fucked. Yeah, so
1: I'm going to, like, the best best scream in terms of believability Mm -hmm. would be probably when his face is getting burned in combat. Yeah. The best scream in terms of, what the fuck, Nick Cage, why'd you make this choice? Uh Uh-huh. Maybe at the beach when he
0: yells the Mississippi. He,
1: no, he yells something else. He's like, aren't we going to go?
0: Oh, uh, go to the boardwalk and pick up some chi- uh, some chicks.
1: Yeah, he like screams it for no reason. I guess because he's far well, away. Yeah, um, and I don't know
0: how to swim. Um, what about him yelling about tits? Big he's tits not really r- screaming. Hmm.
1: Yeah, probably know, terms plucker. De-
0: plucked and fucked. Yeah. <laughs> plucked and fucked because it kind of came out of nowhere. It did. It wasn't a scream, but a great line was the, oh, well, that's probably going to win Nouveau Shamanic.
1: No, I already know what's winning Nouveau Shamanic. What's,
0: all right, what do you got for Nouveau Shamanic? The whole
1: concept of Nick Cage thinking that he needs to understand pain by pulling out two teeth <laughs> for this movie without anesthesia. That is the most Nouveau Shamanic thing I've ever heard.
0: You're goddamn right. <laughs> that is the essence <laughs>
1: of Nouveau Shamanic.
0: Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh I was gonna say when he went, You flew, how you flew. <laughs> I like that one too. <laughs> but uh, close second, close second, but most new shamanic is his teeth.
1: He also does another thing like in the last movie when he was like, Hey kids. Like he does oh, something yeah, else yeah. like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. In remember. this one? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember what it was. I thought it was the you flew, how you flew. He movie. did that. But he did but something there was, al- there was something else that was. It was hard to keep...
1: In a goofy voice. There was so much. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, he probably... He was really the star. He had the
1: most lines in the movie because Birdie doesn't talk for half of it.
0: Who do you think had the harder job, Matthew Modine or Nicolas Cage? Because Nicolas Cage had to do a lot of crying and yelling and he had to get really emotional. Yeah. And he also had to get the
1: bandages on him like for every take.
0: Yeah. But Matthew Modine had to... And he
1: also had to pull out his own teeth for this movie. He didn't have to. He did. No, he didn't. He really had to.
0: (laughs) Matthew Modine didn't. (laughs) Matthew uh,
1: Modine, after like every scene was probably like, if he was perched and naked, they would yell "cut" and he'd he'd be fine. You know, mm-hmm. he would probably get up and ask for a blanket or something because he was cold. Mm-hmm. Nick would if Nick was playing that character, he would have stayed oh, in the he perch. So would
0: have. He so would have.
1: He probably would have bought a bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably would have done acid with it and felt like a brother to him. It was mushrooms. A <laughs> oh, mushrooms, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, he did mushrooms with his cat.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well...
1: I think this is the last 84 movie. So... From the year
0: 1984.
1: Yeah. yeah so, the next one, there's nothing that is, was released in 85, but I'm sure he was working in 85.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. he
1: makes a few movies in 86. But in 1986, he delivers a really fantastic um, interview.
0: Okay. And that's that the I'm, one that you're excited to I'm read? I'm
1: really excited to read about this. Okay. So, good. that will probably be next week. And I'll probably break that up into
0: oh really yeah oh, because cause the there's a few movies
1: yeah. in 86 so okay. i'll talk about some parts in um the next movie and then some more in the movie after that
0: okay so it looks like the next movie is going to be uh the boy in blue and it looks like another period piece i'm not going to read it this time it looks like about a rowing team or something i'm just going to look at the poster okay. and he's wearing kind of a old-timey hat
1: what's after that are we getting close to peggy sue gets married after
0: the boy in blue is peggy sue gets married and i i think i read something recently so there was that wall street um the new york times Times. new york times article about (laughs) uh nick cage where i think he said he really regretted doing peggy sue got married so why i don't know so we'll have to reread the article and we'll have to watch the movie in a couple of weeks so where are we ranking this movie
1: Mm, let's uh review how we've ranked the movie so far
0: sure so in first place right now, we have Racing with the Moon. Um, it was a decent movie, and it had that incredible Nick Cage scene. In second place was Best of Times. A uh, decent amount of Nick Cage That in a lot of things that came out of nowhere, um, but dragged. Valley Girl, not a great movie, but a ton of Nick Cage. Cotton Club, we talked about last week. Fast Times, almost no Nick Cage. And then number six, Rumblefish, which we felt was an actively bad movie.
1: I just loved Best of Times so much that I'm hesitant to give up Mm. that second place spot. So I think I might put it between Best of Times and Valley Girl.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with that. We've Um, agreed
1: on all of these so far. Unless you're just saying, yeah, I agree, so that we don't fight about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not like trying to argue with you, but also it's like I I don't have like a huge. I'm not gonna fight you on something so <laughs> minor Guys, as this. Guys, when we this. stop
1: recording, we get into huge fights. About <laughs> we get <into> huge fights. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that doesn't happen.
0: No, no, no. But yeah, I think putting it in third place makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Above Valley Girl.
0: Yeah. So right. it'll be um, racing, racing, best of times. Best of times. Birdie. Birdie. Valley,
1: valley girl. girl. Cotton Club.
0: Cotton Club. Fast Times. Fast Times. Yeah, Rumblefish. Fucking Rumblefish.
1: <laughs> I keep calling it Codfish. I You're like, what what's that, that fish called. movie? What's the fish movie? The yeah. bird movie, the fish movie. Yeah. Both animals that Nikki enjoys <sighs> eating.
0: He loves having sex with or watching <laughs> them have sex. <laughs> All right, I got. It.
1: <laughs> All right. So. Now you know why the Nick Cage bird sings.
0: <laughs> Thank you for ending it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Bye.